Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I am Kustodin Atanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the news headlines on Thursday, the 1st of September. The European Commission receives Bulgaria's first request under the Recovery and Resilience Plan. President Ruman Radev pays his respects at memorial to all people who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Two-thirds of Bulgarians want a regular government. More than 56,000 Bulgarians have signed a petition against animal testing. Hotels on the southern portion of Bulgaria's Black Sea coast offer cheap holiday packages in September. Positive cases of COVID-19 continue to decrease. And now the news in full. The European Commission has received Bulgaria's first request for the allocation of 1.37 billion euros under the Recovery and Resilience Plan. The request concerns 22 targets connected with reforms and investments in education, research and innovations, climate neutrality, digital connectivity, road safety, justice, healthcare, etc. The Commission will consider the request and will then send its preliminary assessment to the Economic and the Financial Committee and to the Council. Overall, this country's plan will be funded with 5.68 billion euros in grants. President Rumen Radev, who is in the United Arab Emirates at the invitation of the President of the country and ruler of Abu Dhabi, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan, paid his respects at the memorial to all those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. During President Radev's visit to the United Arab Emirates, a strategic partnership memorandum between Bulgaria and the United Arab Emirates is expected to be signed as well as other bilateral documents in different sectors. A business forum is to take place with the participation of Bulgarian companies organized by the Abu Dhabi Chamber of Commerce. The biggest problems facing Bulgaria at the moment are rising prices and the energy crisis. This is shown by the results of a sociological survey by Trend Agency conducted in the period the 15th of August, the 22nd of August, commissioned by 24 Chasa daily among 1,007 adult citizens. The data is from an open question with the possibility of up to three answers, as poverty and low wages are indicated as the next problems. Corruption ranks with an identical share of 9 percentage points. According to the survey, 61% of all respondents want a regular government at any cost after the early parliamentary elections. Only 19% are those 
for whom, if the compromises for a regular government are too substantial, it is better to have another round of elections. Regarding the distribution of political forces in the upcoming elections, the research data show that there is a slight drop in support for we continue the change, 19.6%, which is why the lead of GERP party has increased by nearly 5% to 24.4%. The third position is contested between the Movement for Rights and Freedoms, 10.6%, and Vazraždane party, 10.3%. The votes from abroad will probably be decisive for the final ranking. The Bulgarian Socialist Party, which ranks fifth with 8.6% of the voters, has seen a slight drop compared to the survey in July. And this month, the support for Democratic Bulgaria coalition is 7.3%. Stefan Yanev's party, Bulgarian Rise, passes the parliamentary barrier with 4.5%, and there is such a people party is on the border with 3.9%. Below 4% remains the formation around former Ombudsman Maya Manolova, 1.9%, and Vemereo party with 1.2%. Finally, 52% of those polled said they would vote. Bulgaria ranks fourth in the European Union in terms of the number of petition signatures against animal testing. A total of 56,515 Bulgarians joined the European Citizens Initiative Save Cruelty Free Cosmetics Commit to a Europe Without Animal Testing. More than 10 million animals are used and killed in laboratory experiments every year. The signature collection deadline expired yesterday. The organizers of the initiative have three months to send the petition to the competent authorities of the EU member states for verification. Finally, the petition is to be submitted to the European Commission and the European Parliament, which must consider the request if it is supported by more than 1 million people. So far, more than 1.4 million signatures have been collected. Iran has delivered the first batch of drones to Russia, but they are apparently defective, Deutsche Welle writes, quoting the Washington Post. According to the American edition, which refers to sources from the secret services, as early as the 19th of August, the Russians received two types of Iranian drones for the war in Ukraine. These drones are of the Mohajer 6 and Shahed series models and Russian transport machines loaded them at an Iranian airport and transported them to Russia. They can fire at radar installations, artillery positions and other military sites. However, the source reports that already during the first test flights the Russian armed forces found a number of defects. Until now, Iranian drones have enjoyed a good reputation, especially after they were able to penetrate the US-made air defenses of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. The American sources report that the technical problems started with the delivery of the drones, which is one of the reasons why Russian drone operators are trained in Iran. It is the use of drones to direct artillery fire that has helped the Ukrainian army 
fare better in these battles, Russian military experts admit. Meanwhile, fighting in the Donbass continues and Kiev has sharply criticized the lack of unanimity among European countries regarding the visa regime for Russians. On the 31st of August, EU foreign ministers agreed to suspend the 2007 visa liberalization agreement with Russia, but they did not agree on a general ban on issuing Russian visas. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Alexander Grushko said the decision would not be without consequences. The hotels on the southern portion of the Bulgarian Black Sea coast continue to welcome tourists in September. The correspondent of the Bulgarian National Radio in Burgas, Nina Rangilova, reported. Prepayments have already been made and holidays are about 20% cheaper as compared to July and August. The average length of a holiday this year is six days. Hotel room prices based on promotional offers are 10 to 12% higher as compared to 2021. All-inclusive services have become more popular. However, hoteliers' costs have tripled due to high inflation and high electricity prices. According to representatives of the tourism sector, nearly 90% of the holiday makers vacating along the Black Sea coast are Bulgarians, and the rest are Romanians, Poles and Hungarians. COVID-19 The new cases of COVID-19 registered in Bulgaria in the past day amount to 777. According to the data of the single coronavirus information portal, 13.8% of the 5,635 tests performed came back positive. There are 813 hospitalized patients as 52 are in intensive care units. Three people have died, 1,207 have been reported cured in the last 24 hours. 1,309 persons were vaccinated in the last 24 hours. There are already 2,069,306 people in Bulgaria who have completed the vaccination cycle. There are 867,533 with booster doses and 64,053 with a second booster shot. Pamela Ivanova and Vanessa Dimitrova qualified for the semi-finals of the 500-meter women's kayak double at the Kanukayak Sprint Under-18 World Championships in Seged, Hungary. The Bulgarian competitors came second in the fourth series with 1.49.08 minutes, second only to the European champions Dina Bacel and Dunja Stanoev from Serbia, who stopped the clock at 1.47.9 minutes. Later today, Radustina Angelova is to compete in the juniors' canoe single. During the next 24 hours, the weather will be predominantly cloudy. The clouds will temporarily scatter during the day over the Upper Thracian Plain and eastern Bulgaria. There will be occasional rain and thunder in many parts. During the night, there will be considerable rain in the western half of the country and during the day, 
in many parts nationwide. There will be a moderate wind from the northeast in the western half of the Danubian plain from the northwest. Temperatures will continue to drop, reaching a maximum of 18 to 20 degrees Celsius in some parts of northwestern Bulgaria and 28-30 degrees Celsius in eastern Bulgaria, where there will be sunny spells. Daytime temperatures in Sofia will reach 19-20 degrees Celsius. Over the Black Sea coast, there will be cumulus and cumulonimbus clouds, rain and thunder in many parts. There will be a moderate northeasterly wind. Maximum temperatures 25-27 degrees Celsius. The seawater temperature is 26 degrees. Sea state 3. Over the mountains, there will be clouds with fog over higher ground. The clouds will temporarily disperse during the day over the Rhodopis and Stranger Mountain. Heavy rain and thunder is in the forecast for many mountainous regions. There will be a moderate wind from the south. Maximum temperature at an altitude of 1200 meters around 15 degrees Celsius. At 2000 meters around 10 degrees. Bulgaria today. You are listening to the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria. Now the headlines once again. The European Commission receives Bulgaria's first request under the Recovery and Resilience Plan. President Radev pays his respects at memorial to all people who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Two-thirds of Bulgarians want a regular government. More than 56,000 Bulgarians have signed a petition against animal testing. Hotels on the southern portion of Bulgaria's Black Sea coast offer cheaper holiday packages in September. Bulgaria women's kayak double qualifies for world semi-finals in Hungary. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. The coastal town of Suzopol is once again the cultural capital of Bulgaria as the 38th Apollonia Arts Festival is in full swing until the 5th of September. More than 50 events are included in the program of the festival. Theater, music, fine arts, cinema, literature, presenting the best of Bulgarian cultural life for the year. The time-resistant tradition, independent of political changes, gives the audience the most precious thing – Contact with the world of art and its people who breathe life into the Black Sea town of Suzopol in a unique way. For literary historian and theorist Professor Mikhail Nedelchev, Suzopol has always been his town of salvation. His relationship with this town has lasted for more than half a century. This year, a special literary evening celebrates the 80th anniversary of the professor. Involved in politics at the beginning of the democratic processes and having left a lasting mark in literary history with his studies on the classic poets Peyu Yavorov and Hristo Botev, Nedelchev has never broken his tradition of being on the seashore at the beginning of September. Suzopul built on my Suzopul happy Hete Rotopia, he says and explains 
Heterotopia is a term by Michael Foucault and means place of otherness. Philosophers, however, speak of bleak heterotopias, for example, prisons, hospitals, etc. Whereas I like happy heterotopias and for me, Sozopo is a happy heterotopia. Apollonia somehow upgraded it, says Professor Nedelchev. When Dimu Dimov and Margarita Dimitrova invented this happy event, Apollonia, they actually meant that many intellectuals, artists, etc. gather here anyway. I really like the first Apollonia festivals because back then there were club nights, activities that brought people together. The presence of the great film director Rangel Valchanov was legendary. There was always a joyful atmosphere and bursts of laughter around him. Now the town is happy too, but the first club atmosphere of Apollonia is gone. Considering that when the festival started in 1984, it was the time of the socialist regime and in fact the festival of the alternatively minded was held here. Naturally, there were secret service guys eavesdropping on our conversations, but there were, so to speak, the good cops, which means the state security agents, who were more sympathetic to intellectuals. Apollonia is a festival that has a very intelligent selection of the program and this has not changed over the years, says Maria Kasimova Moise, a writer, journalist, etiquette and protocol expert who is part of the Arts Festival this year, presenting her new book Monologues. You can really see the cutting-edge stuff here. It is extremely interesting. For 38 years, people have been coming to Suzopo, especially for Apollonia. Yes, the environment is changing. I see different people, different types of literature are sought after. But there is interest and this gives me a lot of hope. The atmosphere in Suzopo is always very special says Maria Kisimova. I was born and raised by the sea, but this atmosphere here is unrivaled. Where there is a sea, there is a horizon. There is a dream, there are sunrises, moons, and when you walk along the shore, the moon and the sun always follow you and you always see that there is a sun and moon path, especially for you. And it really is just for you. That is nature's way of showing us that we are not alone. Everyone has a path directly to the sun and directly to the moon. And we must remember that. This path is visible right in the sea and where else if not in Suzopo, says Maria Kisimova. Apollonia has a vision of its own, says Marietta Angelova, puppet director and founder of the theater house Marietta and Marionetta. I always look forward for Apollonia. It continued to exist thanks to the efforts of all those who founded and kept alive the tradition. As a theater director, I always enjoy and get excited about the atmosphere that is created here. The most fantastic thing about it is that it is always so captivating. I think that it is the festival spirit of Sozopol that should be nurtured 
and we are contributed to that, says Marieta Angelova in conclusion. Song of the Day The famous Bulgarian band Atlas presents their new album Unlock Your Souls at their concerts this year. We have already presented several songs from uh, this music album. Next, we bring you the piece Letiat Svetufari. Petar Marinov wrote the music and lyrics of the song arrangement. Petar Marinov, Petar Pisarski and Ivan Nestorov. That has been all on Bulgaria Today this Thursday, the 1st of September, dear friends. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. Our podcast is available for listening on Spotify. All you need to do to find it is type Bulgaria Today podcast. Don't forget that you can always write to us at Radio Bulgaria at bnr.bg or english at bnr.bg. And of course you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us today. Do join us again tomorrow for more news and stories. Until then, stay healthy and take care. Bulgarian National Radio.